0: in the early 1990s there was a nike commercial with the then phoenix suns basketball star charles barkley i am not a role model nike made the commercial to try to sell more shoes to teenagers they were being beat by these the commercial did a lot more than sell shoes. It sparked a national debate about role models. In some respects, aside from the commercial point of the ad campaign, the message of the spot was kind of valid. Just because someone is good at basketball, a celebrity, doesn't mean that they necessarily should be or are a good role model. In fact, there are plenty of celebrities that I wouldn't want my kids to emulate. But it does bring up a good question. Who is worth emulating? Who is or should be a role model? Who should you pattern your life after? It has been said that we are the average of the five people that we spend the most time with, and that's possibly true, but one of the principles of scripture is that the thing that you ascribe value or worth to, that is the thing that you worship, it becomes a god, an idol, And the God you worship is the God you serve, and the God that you serve is ultimately the thing that you're going to become like. Twice in the Psalms, it reads like this. The idols of the nations are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they do not speak. They have eyes, but they do not see. They have ears, but they do not hear. Noses they have, but they do not smell. Their hands they have, but they do not handle. Feet they have, but they do not walk. Nor do they mutter through their throat, Those who make them are like them, and so is everyone who trusts in them. Those who make these idols and worship and serve them are like them. The thing you worship is the thing you'll serve, and the thing that you serve is the thing that you will ultimately emulate. So it is important to value the right kind of role model. The Apostle Paul writes in Philippians chapter 3, Brethren, join in following my example and note those who so walk as you have us for a pattern. In another place, Paul writes, I urge you, imitate me and imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. I actually remember the first time that I read those words as a young youth pastor, and I thought... That's pretty bold. I'm not sure that I would feel comfortable telling someone, follow my example. But I also remember thinking, I hope that someday I can say that with sincerity. But Paul says, take note of how people walk and follow good patterns. The church in the city of Philippi 2,000 years ago was divided. And when you study the letter to the Philippians, it seems as though the division was due to self importance and selfishness and probably other things as well. But Paul's aim in writing to the Philippians was to get them to. Stop it! So he presents them with an exhortation to stop it. And he gives them a series of examples to follow. One of the examples I already mentioned right there in Philippians chapter 3. Brethren, join in following my example. But before that, in chapter 2, Paul gives three other important examples the example of Jesus in chapter 2, verses 5 through 11. And then the example of the proven character of Timothy in verses 19 through 24. And finally, the example of a man named Epaphroditus in verses 25 through 30 of chapter two. This is a good passage to consider if you're looking for a pattern to follow. If you want to emulate and imitate Christ, Paul's words in Philippians 2 are a a good passage to consider as a starting point for what you ought to be emulating. The exhortation and the example begin in chapter 1 at verse 27, where Paul says, Only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit. Remember, they were divided. Stand fast in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. And then in chapter two, he says, therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like minded. Again, unity, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. And then let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit they had some problems of conceit, self-importance and selfishness. So let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each one look out not only for their own interests or esteem others better themselves and look out not only for their own interests, but also for the interests of others. And then he says this, the example of Christ, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Jesus was humble and selfless. Those are qualities worthy of imitation. Something to think about. We'll see you next time.